0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 14 of Be With Me. We have been admiring Peter's sermon at Pentecost, and the theme of it, at least so far, is this prophecy from Joel where he says he's going to pour out his spirit. And there's a couple things I wanted to highlight about that prophecy from Joel. Joel. First of all is its generosity. Secondly is the limitations of it with regards to time. Third is the sufficiency that everyone gets included with a qualification, which is the response. That's the last one. That's the qualification. All right, so listen with me to Joel as quoted in Acts chapter 2. But this was uttered through the prophet Joel. This is verse 16. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and my female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show wonders in the heavens above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke, The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So here, just a couple of things that struck my heart today and yesterday about this prophecy from Joel is first of all, it's generosity. Now, we talk about the pouring out, the abundance of pouring out of spirit, but then the target is on flesh. The The risks are that we get this spirit and kind of do poorly with it. Wouldn't it be better if the Lord decided, I'm going to be Lord for a second here, like who do you want to pour out your your spirit upon? How about perfect vessels? Or do you want to do it to jar, jars of clay? And I think the fact that he gives it to jar, he gives his spirit, generously pours out to jars of clay, just emphasizes his benevolence. In fact, at the end of his speech, he says, who is this speech for? It's for all who are far off. Like, it's not the the A team that gets this message. It's the F team that gets this this message. It's to all who are, fall off, who are far off and who are flesh. And isn't the Lord generous? That's point number one. Point number two is the limitations of time. So we talked a little bit about the last days. The Holy Spirit is promised and prophesied and located, and there's lavish. Uh, lavish pouring out and location into these people, but here's here's the thing: it comes with a limitation, and the limitation is it happens during the last days, and and what are the last days? Well, that's from the the time of of, of the Lord and his resurrection and ascension which is just a few days ago for these guys, and now we're 2,000 years years later. But the thing is, the last days are going to stop, and that is when Jesus comes back. And we don't know when that last hour is. And, uh, it, and so I think there's an urgency to receive Jesus, to receive his Spirit. And if that's yesterday or a day in your past, then yay for you. And if it's now... Then hurry, and if it's tomorrow for you, like put this off, put it on the back burner. Burner, then yikes! Because other places in the Bible, he says he's going to come like a thief in the in in the night, and what he means by that is it is sudden and unexpected, and uh, in a time when all is calm. So the quote-unquote, I'll get around to it, just won't do, that there's an opportunity, there's an era here, and we're in it currently, but it's going to end, so don't miss it. They had the first of the last days, and we might be the people that have the last of the last day. And how long that's going to last, I don't know. So the point is, don't wait. Now, during this last day's days, it's going to be a time of some difficulty, difficulty with people, difficulty with you know spiritual adversaries. But there's also benefits. We have the, we have him speaking with his son and him making himself manifest. So we have a lot of good things. The third thing I want to talk about today is sufficiency. He says it's for everyone, and it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's not just the Jews or just the Irish or only people from Minneapolis. It's not just women or some uh, limitations. It's not just first 100 100 people like a QVC uh, channel. So it's not based on nationality. It's not based on location. It's not based on gender. It's not based on color. It's not based on how many numbers. It's based on calling on the name of the Lord. So the final thing is, what to what end? What is this response that we're supposed to have? And he tells us, even 800 years before, and it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So the end today, and for all of us, is calling on the Lord. Have you called on the Lord? And if not, oh my goodness, let's do it. Let's agree with them. So I was thinking about uh, the sacrifice being great, the power is great, um, my sin is great. What what does it mean to call upon the Lord? And I'm just going to go with a couple of words, single words. What does it mean to call upon the Lord? If you only had one word to call upon the Lord, what what would it be? And I just thought of a couple. One would be help. Another would be agree I agree with you. Another one would be sin. Just declare your sin. Sin. Another would be sorry. Regret. And the other one would be the all-sufficient Jesus. Just calling his name. All right. So he has poured out in these last days, with limitations, with the specificity of something we're supposed to do, and that is, we call, and it shall come to pass, that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call today. Thanks for listening.